Hey, everybody. Thanks for being here. I can't wait to share this week's episode with you, which features the story of Katie, who has two beautiful homes in the Outer Banks. My wife and I actually stayed in one of her homes, the Treehouse, over Thanksgiving, and it was just an absolutely fantastic experience. Um, Katie's story is very unique. It's compelling. It's exciting. Um, and she's going to share it with you all um, momentarily. But before we dive into that conversation, I wanted to share a new partnership that we just established here at Spontaneous, and that is a partnership with Coasty Sports. So it's a very fitting and appropriate uh, partner for this week's episode um, because Coasty Sports actually just launched a brand new inflatable stand-up paddleboard. Yes, I did say inflatable. Um, this is a portable paddleboard. It can actually conveniently squeeze into the trunk of your car. So next time you're on that next uh, spontaneous adventure, you can pack a paddleboard, literally a, a inflatable paddleboard in the back of your trunk um, that you can take with you to your lake, you know, the, the, the shore, the ocean of your choice. Um, and what's great about this particular paddleboard is that it's built for everybody. So whether you surf like the pros or you still wear floaties, uh, the Coasty Sports ISEP is made for you. It's sturdy and compact, just like your future core will be. It's a fantastic workout, by the way. Paddleboarding, if you, if you aren't familiar, will really, really work your core. It's a great sort of activity to get outside, especially during these times. It's great for social distancing. Um, so if you want to learn more and have a look at this new retro modern surfboard that comes with everything that you need to start paddling, you can do so by just Googling CoastySports.com. If you head on over to CoastySports.com, you can get a, you'll be able to watch a video of how it works. You'll be able to read different reviews. Um, just a really, really, really cool brand new product that um, is appropriate to, to book now and, and, and really uh, purchase now so that you can bring it along with you on your next adventure. Spring break is right around the corner. Summer's coming right up after that. So don't wait. Go ahead and Google Cozy Sports. Check out the surfboard. And let us know um, once you purchase it what your experience of it is so that we can continue to give that feedback back to our partners. Thanks, guys. And again, that's CoastySports.com. If you have any questions on the product or want to learn more about it, I'd be happy to introduce you to the founder. All right, guys, take care and enjoy the show. Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs and the hosts who've made them memorable. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Spontaneous, a free weekly newsletter that brings you a carefully curated list of last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. Sign up at spontaneous.com. I'm your host, Zach Buzzi Cruz. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Behind the Stays. Today, I am joined by a fantastic guest named Katie Denton, who is the owner of Bees Knees. Welcome to the show, Katie. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Zach. I'm excited to be here. 
Katie, I'm really excited for this conversation. Um, we have a lot to talk about, and um, my wife and I got to stay in one of your homes over Thanksgiving, which was fantastic, and we'll talk about that soon. But before we sort of dive into the the meat of the conversation, I'd love to just hear off the cuff sort of what was your first encounter with Airbnb, whether you were booking it for yourself or uh, just kind of scrolling to get inspiration for for some of your own homes. Can you just talk about like your first encounter with the platform? Sure. Um, I think my first encounter with the with Airbnb was uh, my mom was coming to visit from Key West, Florida, and she's visiting Virginia Beach. We live in Virginia Beach, and um, so she was coming to visit. And I needed to find a place for her to stay for a month. Wow. And, and right. So she needed a place to stay for a month. And I found the cutest, sweetest little like garage apartment. It was over top of somebody's garage, tucked away in the sweetest little neighborhood. Charming. Um, the owners actually lived on, um, on, on, in the main house and then the garage apartment was separate. Okay. And it was just so sweet and darling. And the, the owner had everything that my mom needed in this. It was um, like a suite, um, just a one room suite with a little kitchenette and a small little living area. And, you know, they had fresh towels and she had a welcome basket and my mom just had the most enjoyable stay. It was, she was so comfortable and really if she needed anything, the owner was right next door and could help. And, um, and it just really left me with the greatest um, feeling about Air, Airbnb and the, you know, the great experience that she had had. Wow. Wow, that's 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 great. And a, a month long stay as your sort of like first time staying in an Airbnb, that's a real commitment. I mean, if if it doesn't go well, uh, you know, those first couple of days, you're stuck there for for another few weeks. So um, I'm sure that was a that was a, a big sort of like uh, sigh of you guys took a big sigh of relief after you know, you had some positive feedback from from your mom after those first couple of days. I don't know. I don't know that I could have uh, that I could have done that for um, for my first time my first experience with Airbnb. Right, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, uh, so my wife and I got to stay in the tree house on the southern shores of the Outer Banks, uh, as I said, over the over the week of Thanksgiving. And I know the tree house is just one of the properties that you own and manage as part of Bees Knees Getaways. And I also know that Bees Knees Getaways is just one branch of, of what Bees Knees is. So I'd love to just hear a little bit more about the story behind Bees Knees Getaways, the story behind Bees Knees, uh, the, the parent company, and then just a little bit more about who, who Katie Denton is. Oh, well, thank you. So, um, so I, Katie Denton, I was born in Baltimore and I, we lived in Baltimore um, for, for the first eight years of my life, my family is actually in publishing. My grandfather was the publisher of the Baltimore Sun oh, wow. paper. So my family's from Baltimore and Annapolis. And 
my dad ended up getting a job here in Virginia Beach, Norfolk area, also in publishing. So we moved down to Virginia Beach. Um, but we, I always spent a lot of time with my family. We went back to Annapolis and Baltimore for almost every holiday. Um, and my grandparents had, uh, actually great grandparents had a house on Gibson Island and um, bee's knees was a coined term in our family naming the family house on Gibson Island. So uh, they called it the bee's knees because they thought it was the best and it was just a wonderful place um, for the family to come back together and to our family, it summarized the best in hospitality, housewares, a well-appointed and kept home, and the family homes were used to entertain, gather, and create memories. Hmm. Wow. So, um, so they have since sold that house on Gibson Island, but my family still um, gathers in Annapolis, um, in a family homes in Annapolis, and um, we just, the, the spaces are again, spaces to gather and, um, and to be together and create memories. So I took the, I took the, um, the term, the bee's knees term and used it to, to name my business. Hmm. I always thought I wanted to, um, run a bed and breakfast and I have three young children. So I didn't think that that was possible right now. And so I just thought, well, we own a house in the Outer Banks. It's called the tree house. And why don't I um, create a business and I'm going to redecorate the house and I'm going to make it more of my style and my, um, you know, put my touches all over it and make it really personal and make it a home away from home so that when you step into the house, you feel like you're stepping into your own home. Yeah. And, um, and then I would call the business the bee's knees. And then I would um, the, have the entity be um, for the two properties be bee's knees getaways. Wow. That's a that's a fantastic story. And um, just a couple of follow up questions there. So did Bees Knees Getaways sort of uh, did this happen first? And then sort of you thought, Oh, wow, hey, there's a whole sort of art to decorating these places. And I could develop a a home line. And there's, hey, a lot of people want to buy or rent rather vacation homes for events? What if I had an event events component to this? Did, did Bees Knees Getaway uh, happen first? Or was yeah. the idea of Bees Knees sort of born and Getaways was sort of the first branch? Yeah, you're so right. Bees Knees Getaway started first. Okay. So that was my that was my first business. And then I thought, oh my gosh, um, I could the, the most of the pillows that I have in the houses are custom made. Wow. So they're custom artisan fabrics that we have custom made. So I thought, okay, 
there, I mean, I've had a number of guests asking me about different products. And so I thought I will create a home line. So then we developed Bees Knees Home and then came, um, I was approached by a young girl who was interested in having her wedding at the cottage. Wow. And I thought, okay, well, this could be like Bees Knees events. So then I created the three entities and then created the overarching Bees Knees company name. Wow. Wow. That's fantastic. Now, I I love that story. And anytime um, I'm in an Airbnb and sort of just uh, making notes uh, and really it's my my wife is like uh, a fan, a way better note taker uh, at these things than I am. But um, just noting like where, you know, people uh, sourced their particular uh, uh, furniture from, where they got their art from. Um, and one of the things that as a, as a aspiring entrepreneur um, that I always make note of is, oh, wow, like it'd be really interesting for Airbnb, uh, the people that are decorating these spaces. Like, I wonder if there are, because some of the stuff does look custom and I, I wonder it'd be neat if there was a way to promote sort of the uh the you know the builder behind the custom table in the dining room or uh you know a way to find sort of like the local artist who painted the uh the bathroom mural or whatever it might be um and so i love this i love your story because i think it's just such a testament to getting into sort of like uh bed and breakfast management and then being inspired by throughout the process to start additional uh, companies and, and lines really of the same company that are very integrated to sort of, as you mentioned earlier, this overall sense of like creating meaningful and memorable spaces and experiences. It's just, it's just such a natural segue. Um, and I don't see, to be honest, many hosts, um, and you know, my, my wife and I travel around to new Airbnbs every couple of weeks. So we've stayed in our fair share of, of places and you're actually the first person that I've met. Um, who who has sort of uh, taken up the the charge to um, to really create lines of of of, of services and brands related to uh, her Airbnb. So I, I love what you're doing, and I'm 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 inspired by it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but uh, to talk a little bit more about your the treehouse. So I remember walking in to the treehouse and. I believe we arrived at night and so it was a little cool outside. It was November. Um, and we, you know, punched in the code and walked into the hallway and immediately we were greeted by this huge, uh, pink custom surfboard that was hanging from the ceiling. Um, and there was this amazing sort of smell just wafting through the place. Um, my wife noted that it, it smelled like a, an anthropology store, um and then there was a, this you know just warm coastal feel to to the home that you know made it feel like a beach house but also familiar um and you know we could immediately see ourselves like posting up here for for a while and i'm just curious like can you walk us through the work that must have gone into uh bringing the treehouse to life i know that those sorts of experiences and being being hit with something that immediately 
both inspires and refreshes and relaxes. That's not accidental. That that is that is very much intentional. And so I'm just curious if you could walk us through how did you go from you you said you owned the property already. How did you go from renovating it and not just, you know, putting in new furniture and, you know, maybe a fresh coat of paint, but creating a, a genuinely unique experience that could be shared with others, uh, others like us. Can you just walk us through how you acquired the property and what steps sort of led you to ultimately go about listing it on Airbnb? So we 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 bought the house um, probably six or seven years ago, and the house came fully furnished. Um, so then, when I decided that I wanted to rent the tree house as an Airbnb and um, create a business out of it, I thought to myself, and I'm branding it with my branding, which is very important to me to have the brand all be cohesive. And I thought to myself, I've got to redecorate this house and make it more like my style and more in line with the brand. So it started with um, the vision that the house would be um, bohe- sort of bohemian with, um, and the accent color would be pink. So the the tree house, um, the idea of the tree house is that it is. Um, it's a charming house that is has like a dollop of pink and bohemian um, other decor pieces. So I immediately, I think I started with, so big, let me back up. Yeah, yeah. Tree house we've called is a natural hideaway and it is a beach mod design fantasy come true. It's a comfortable beach house nestled in the trees that blends the clean lines of the mid-century with a generous dollop of blush pink. So I knew that I wanted to take the pink throughout the house. And so I started with the runner. When you first walk into the house, there is that long runner, which I actually found from anthropology. No way. (laughs) Yes. So it is an anthropology piece. A lot of the pieces in the house are actually from anthropology. So I sourced a number of furniture pieces and um, decor items from anthropology. And so I started with the runner. And then and then from there, I, um, I created the surfboard. So the surfboard is actually a custom color that I, I specially ordered. Wow. And then, I mean, it was just so much fun picking out the different light fixtures that kind of were in line with the bohemian feel, um, a little bit, a little bit modern, but still comfortable. And then I used, um, I sourced a lot of um, items from local vendors. I love supporting small businesses. So um, some of the pottery came from a local pottery um, vendor out of Virginia Beach. The, um, the, the giant painting that's upstairs in the living area 
um, is actually from a, um, a gallery called the Quirk Gallery in Richmond. Huh. Um, and then all of the custom pillows, the fabrics were handpicked and those were custom made by a workshop here in Virginia Beach. Um, and it was just, it was just great fun to kind of like pick an item, print out the, print out the sheet. And then it's just sort of like putting everything out on a table and just figuring it out, how it all kind of fits together. So it's like a giant puzzle. And, and then, but just thinking about the guests, about what they would need about, you know, the, the towels, the blankets, the duvets, the types of pillows, the, um, the sound machines, mm. the, you know, the bikes, um, the fans, um, toys for children, um, just the, everything that I would need in the kitchen. And, and, and I really tried to think of everything. I mean, you know, toasters, water boilers, coffee pots, what is the best type of coffee pot, um, you know, a crock pot. So it's really filling the kitchen so that you, so that the guest doesn't have to bring everything with them. Yeah. Uh, so those were, those are the little things, the, the, the bigger picture, the decorating was, um, it, it's a big job. It's a big job pulling everything together and making it all work and sort of sing. But it's that's um, that is definitely a fun. It's 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 a great joy for me. I'm I'm curious. You talk about sort of uh, your brand being sort of like reflected in uh, in these spaces and. Um, you know, the treehouse sort of being your first stay, your first, your first home. Um, I'm sure a lot of, you know, uh, at, at that juncture, maybe there was a, you had already thought about a second home, but maybe, right, you know, this was sort of like your, your proof of concept. Like, if this doesn't work, if I can't figure this out, um, not sure that, uh, that another, uh, uh, another um, uh, a home might be in store. And so I'm, I'm curious the attention to detail that you put in that you just shared with us and that I can attest to based off of staying at the treehouse um, is, is is so it, it's so much and I'm curious, where does that where does that come from? Like, were you just did you just grow up always sort of with an eye for uh, creating beautiful spaces? Did was the idea of like, uh, you know, shopping and piecing, piecemealing sort of like different artifacts to create a certain sentiment or certain feeling when someone walked into a space. Is that just like ingrained in you or, or where did that come from? I think it's ingrained in me. So my, gra my grandmother was the same way. Um, so usually twice a year, we would gather in Rehoboth and my grandparents would rent a house and my grandmother would bring everything to make the rental feel like a home for the holiday. So this included the tablescapes and she always made the houses feel like a home away from home. Um, so my grandmother had exceptional taste, the finest and classiest that I've ever experienced. So very understated, but gorgeous. And I learned from her. So she always, no matter where we were, whether we were at her house or whether we were at a rental house, 
you know, you would step into her house and you always felt like, you know, she, she just, she, she thought of everything. She was very, very thoughtful. And, and so I, I, I did, I learned from her. So it is ingrained in me. Wow. I, I love that. And I, I love this. Uh, I love stories where it's like, you grew up with a he sort of like influencer in your life that helped uh, pave a, a particular path or uh, welcome you into a, a, a common sort of understanding of like, how to host well, how to how to craft sort of uh, spaces that were conducive to creating memories. And I think that if you know, beyond sort of the the beauty of the place, um, and the really sort of like each every, every turn, whether you're walking into the a master bedroom or a guest bedroom, or you're walking up the, the staircase, uh, there's so many things to sort of like look at and be um, really be like uh, welcomed by and and inspired by. But it's also I, I, I think like what you were hitting on earlier, it also do, it doesn't feel uh, it, it's not gaudy. It's not um, it's it's really sort of like it's it's beautiful and it's unique. But it really does feel like oh, this this is the space that is supposed to support um, the people in it. Like it, it's supposed to be conducive to the the guests who are staying there creating memories that are that are unique to them that are that are their own and it's not something that detracts from the ability to create memories but like really supports it um it's it's the foundation and the environment um that really inspires those deep conversations to happen by the fireplace or the conversation with between mother and son to happen on the deck outside while the sunset is is you know setting over over the, uh, the body of water there and um you guys you've just done such an exceptional job with um making uh, an environment that genuinely celebrates the guests that stay there and that's again i think that that's that's a craft um that is the work of an artist so again well, thank you thank you for doing that well, thank you. Um, so I'm curious to talk now about why did you just decide to start another Airbnb? Like, what did that deliberation process look like? And, you know, going from, you know, one home to two homes is is a big deal. So I'm just curious, what lessons did you learn while building the treehouse that informed how you built the cottage and just just share as candidly as, as you're willing to about what that whole decision making process looked like. Well, that was that was um, interesting. Um, I I knew that I wanted to have a second house. I just didn't know where I wanted it to be. And so I I tossed around Virginia Beach. Um, I tossed around the Northern neck of Virginia, which is, um, it's like Irvington, Kilmarnock area where we have some family land. And then, uh, and then my brother-in-law, who is a realtor, he kept steering me back to the outer banks. Hmm. He was like, Katie, they have a known rental history in the outer banks and, I think that if you had two places down there, then if one was booked, then 
the other one might be available and you could offer the other one to a guest. And I thought, you know what, that is very smart. And if I find a place, maybe that's a touch bigger so that if it's a bigger group, you know, they would have the cottage to stand. I ended up looking at the perfect time because it was right before we were shut down for the pandemic. I found the cottage. The owners were a lovely couple who had lived in the house for like 30 years. They took, they took such great care of the house and they wanted to retire outside of Raleigh. And so we ended up buying the house, um, you know, in the height of the pandemic. So everything was, you know, pretty much um, virtual, like the closings and everything, but it all just went so well. I purchased the cottage and I immediately started brainstorming about um, what I wanted that experience to look like. What did I want the cottage to look like? And what did I need to do to get it up and running in two months? Because it was, I closed on May 1st and I needed to get the cottage ready by the summer. And I moved fast, um, but I made sure that the house was just perfect. I repainted the whole entire house. I replaced almost, I think, well, I did. I replaced every single light fixture in the house. And I decided that I wanted the cottage to be a classic escape. It would be a classic beach house that harkens back to vacations of earlier years with a crisp, white, modern design and cozy feel. Again, the Bohemian is still, the touches of Bohemian are still in there. So that similar tie, you know, between the tree house and the cottage is there. Um, and also like the whites, um, like the, there's a white sofa in the cottage as well. So sort of like bees knees touches, I would say warm whites, white sofa, bohemian, um, decor, some bohemian decor. And, uh, but with the cot, whereas the tree house, there were, you know, lines of pink, this one, there are more, there's more white. Hmm. And, but it's, um, it was just like the most amazing thing to put together. I really, I think it was just because it, um, it was, you know, the Outer Banks had just opened back up and I was having to get all of these, you know, shipments in the sofa came all the way from LA. It was, I almost cried when it arrived because (laughs) they, they literally worked so hard to get the sofa to me during the pandemic. They hired U-Haul trucks for me to get it from LA to North Carolina. When they showed up at my door at, you know, maybe 11 o'clock PM, I was outside like almost crying. It was to get every single piece of furniture um, to that house was, it just took, it just took a lot of follow-up work. It took a lot of phone calls, follow-up, staying on top of the vendors. And, you know, it was like teamwork. It was trying, you know, to get local vendors there to get the house painted, to get all the light fixtures in. And, 
through the whole process of getting the cottage up and running, I found my amazing caretaker who I, 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 I wouldn't, this business would not be the same without her. She has impeccable taste. She is, is as organized and detail oriented or more than I am. She takes great care um, of everything and she goes back and checks and cross checks after the housekeeper has been there. She gets all of my supplies. She makes sure the houses are just, you know, running flawlessly. And I found her through um, the getting the cottage up and running. Wow. 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 That's incredible. Um, I was curious uh, what sort of uh, a team you might have behind you, because this just sounds like an incredible <laughs> amount of work. And as you know, someone who is also, you know, a mom of three, I just th- I'm, I, I would imagine that like, trying to find all of these pieces and get them to the right place, and then make sure things work together and fit and then you know, managing guests uh, inquiries to the treehouse along the way, not to mention sort of other initiatives bees knees might be working on it's it really just sounds like a lot. And I'm curious, like, what talk to us a little bit about like the work involved in like managing and marketing your properties, like, how much time in any given week do you do you spend managing inquiries and responding to guests during their stays, let alone just the other managerial tasks that go into, again, maybe sourcing a new light fixture because the one previous, you know, broke or what what have you, like, how much time are you investing into this business? Well, a lot of time. Um, I, so I guess there are, I have sort of two categories of um of those of of teams so i have my team who um that it's the getaways team the team that helps me to take care of the homes down there so i have a caretaker i have a housekeeper for each house i have um two hand two handymen um and i've got an av guy and so it's basically, um, Zach, it is making sure that, and what is always important to me is I take care of the people who take care of my properties. Yeah. So just treating, treating these people with the utmost respect and keeping lines of communication open and, but just like valuing them. And it's just a lot of work because I'm, I'm an hour and a half away. Yeah. So it's just making sure that they understand what is important to me. And for me, what is so important is that, um, you know, the brand stands for integrity and that we're dedicated to excellent customer service and exceptional quality through zealous attention to detail. So basically all of all of my team down there understands that and they understand what the brand stands for and that we're different and we have to set ourselves apart. So that's one area is managing that whole that whole team. The second area is the branding and marketing 
and I have um, somebody who runs my social media. Um, she she actually is she's just she's great. She's very um, she's eager to please. She's very flexible. She's quick. Um, she's a quick study. And then I have a friend um, who is um, a graphic design guru. And so she helps me with some of the graphic design stuff. And then I have a whole marketing team who basically rebranded me and is they're currently working on redoing my website. Wow. So, and, and they help get, uh, they help me get all of my products together. So my logo put on bags that, you know, I'm going to be giving to the guests. So, you know, this, so that when the guests come there, there's this, and the, the welcome bag is going to be completely different starting this summer and then helping with the home line, you know, just making sure that all of the products that we're selling that we have the packaging right. And so it's, it's, it's a, it's a lot to manage. And then when there's a guest staying there, I am the one who, because this is, I enjoyed this so much as I enjoy communicating with the guests. Yeah. So I am one who communicates um, with the guest from the first time they communicate or the first time they do, they send an inquiry. I'm the one who responds and communicates and sets the dates and sets the reservation and then if there are any problems during the stay i'm the one who who they who they speak with yeah yeah no i remember in our in an earlier chat we had you talked just a lot about like the importance of exceptional customer service um and i think you sort of like likened the experience that you hope to deliver to to guests to to that of like walking into a Nordstrom where you're going to be taken care of you understand that uh, somebody it very quickly is going to make sure that you've got what you need and follow up and make sure that things are going well in your shopping experience and I'm curious just where where does that come from like where does your sort of like attention to uh to exceptional sort of like customer service uh that that is something that I think yeah, as somebody who stays in a lot of Airbnbs, um, there are definitely some hosts where you book the reservation and you never really hear from them again. Um, no welcome, no, no, you know, no guest book, nothing, nothing like that. And then there are hosts like you that are not only, you know, not only are you greeted by uh, greeted with a nice welcome bag and an awesome note, um, but you're you also check in throughout the stay to see how things are going. So I'm just curious, like, where where does that come from? I would say, again, that's ingrained, um, a combination of my grandmother and my dad's influence. My dad always taught me to take care of what you have. And, and then of course, my grandmother taking care of, taking care of family, taking care of guests, taking care of, um, you know, friends. And so, it's really important to me that, so we aim for our guests to make memories that will last a lifetime. And so in order to do that, so from the moment you step through the doors or our doors, um, so you enter a soothing space blended with warm touches and boutique elegance. And we pride ourselves on our immaculately maintained 
detail-oriented, stylish homes and also for being next-level hosts. Yeah. So if anything is wrong, we want to make it right because we, we, of course, want you to come back. And we, of course, want you to share with your friends that you found this wonderful home and you know, you'll be taken care of and you want, I want, I want guests to have, have an enjoyable stay. I want it to be enjoyable so that you're able to make memories so that you're able to be there to really enjoy your stay and spend time together, not have to worry about the broken refrigerator or the broken TV or, you know, something that's not right. I want to make it right. And the customer, the customer is always right. Yeah. And that's, that's my, that's how I feel is the customer is always right. And if, you know, if somebody cannot come, I, I feel like they should be refunded their money. It's, um, that's just, that's, that's an important value that I, I mean, for me, that's important. Yeah. 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 No. Um, and, and I'm curious, I, I imagine sort of you've had, quite a number of people stay at at least the treehouse and, and probably by by this point uh several at the cottage as well um and i'm curious if you just have one or two stories that you can share with us about guests who've stayed at your home that you feel really sort of like personify personifies the character and and really like the brand experience that you hope to deliver to to everyone that stays at bees knees at a bees knees getaway property um well i would say the most meaningful story to me was um i had a family make a reservation to stay at the tree house last summer and um i guess within a couple of weeks of checking in the father reached out to me and said that the uh, that the son needed um, some more medical attention because he had he had leukemia and he needed more medical attention and so they would not be able to come for their stay and I he he actually called me which I thought was amazing and I I said please do not worry. I said, you are going, I'm going to send you your money back. And so I sent him his money back. The child was able to get treatment. Um, and the child, I guess is thriving now. And then they went back and booked another stay for the summer after. And, and, and they were, they, they, they were just, it was just a delight. It was a delight. It was for me, it was so meaningful because I really saw the power of, um, you know, good, good customer service there, you know, thinking about somebody else and, you know, just the value of, of that. Yeah. Of that customer service in order to, you know, take care of a guest. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a very beautiful and, and impactful story. And I think just a testament to, again, your brand that, you know, a year later, they, they are coming back and, and booking uh, with you again. Not sure that that would have happened um, if only 50% of 
their stay had been refunded, which is uh, which tends to be most of, of these sort of uh, situations and policies, uh, if that. So um, that's a beautiful story. You told me a story that I uh, was also especially intrigued by, and I think just a testament to the customer service, again, that the business strives to deliver. Um, and that was around a, a bunch of like AV work that had to happen when you had a couple of guests come down um, that needed to work while they were in your home. Could you just, could you share that story too? Okay. That was, that was a great story. So I had a, um, a woman reach out to me, she and her husband and their family live in Connecticut and her husband is, um, wall street trader. Um, and she is owns her own marketing business. And so we are in constant communication about how, you know, they really want to take a trip, but it's, you know, the height of the pandemic and, you know, what COVID measures am I taking? And then, you know, we're, 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 we're making some strides. And then all of a sudden she said, well, because of my husband's important job, we need to make sure that the, you know, the internet lines are secure, they're fast, they're, you know, there aren't going to be any glitches. And I said, I will make it right. I will make sure that it, it, it is right. So I immediately got on the phone with my AV guy who has his own company. It's called Sound Waves in the Outer Banks, and they do an amazing job. And I got on the phone with Raphael and I said, Raphael, this is the situation. I need to make sure that my internet is supersized and that it is just working flawlessly and that if it wireless were to crash, that they would have a backup. And so he was like, Katie, I don't think you need to do this. You, your internet system is working great. I said, this is really important to me. So Raphael and his team went in and put a hard line um, a wall unit so that they could actually plug in in case the wireless dropped. And then they just made sure that we were at the top of, you know, the, the wireless internet, um, you know, system. And they, they ended up checking in and they had a fabulous two weeks day and there were, there were no issues. So they again were um, a great customer. And then the the wife ended up helping me with some great marketing tips, you know, after after the stay. So I developed this great relationship with them. Um, and so that that was a great story as well. Yeah, I, I love that story. And just just because I mean, I, I really do think like that is over and above. Um, and, and fantastic. And yet like that is the kind of experience that I think immediately makes you and your brand stand out. So that the next time this family, uh, wants to come to the Outer Banks and, or has friends who are talking about visiting the Outer Banks, you know, you've got that word of mouth referral, that, that friend to friend referral, um, which I think is, is just goes a, a long way and says, says just a lot. Like you can't, you can't, pay for better marketing than to have that couple go back to Connecticut and tell all of their friends about, you know, bees knees getaways and how great, you know, uh, Katie is uh, as a host. So 
uh, I that's fantastic and and a real a real sort of uh, unique uh, value differentiator. Um, uh, I've got a, a couple of final questions for you, and the one is really about sort of like a, a little bit more about the the home, the treehouse again. So, you know, in addition to the incredible decks and you know the amazing fully stocked kitchen, which you talked about, and which again I can. I can certify is true. Um, there were three specific features of the home that really stood out to us. Uh, one of them, which we've talked a little bit about, is the white couch in the living room. Um, then there was the uh, dining room table, and then the chandelier above the dining room table. And I'm just curious, like, where did you source uh, these unique elements from? So the white couch in the living room is anthropology. Okay. And okay. I um, I loved the look of it and it just looked like it would be incredibly, just looking at the picture of it, I was, oh my gosh, would just look so cozy to just like, just snuggle in there and with a lot of pillows. And the best thing about that sofa is that the fabric on the sofa is um, an indoor outdoor. Wow. So it so that it, it can be cleaned because a lot of people have asked me how in the world can you put a white sofa in a rental but that sofa is an indoor outdoor fabric so it can it can be cleaned easily the square dining room table was actually there when we bought the house but we repainted the legs wow so the okay. the, the, the legs are the color of the hutch so we we um we sort of you know, mimics that because they're sitting right next to each other. And the chandelier above the table, that's the most amazing story. So I had my eye on a chandelier that was, um, it looked like, like white, long um, seashells or something. And and my friend who, who partners with me on Bees and Bees Home, she's an interior designer. And she was like, I'm not sure about that light fixture or about the table. So I ended up having to be in DC for something over a weekend. And I was just walking through Georgetown and I just looked up in, in a shop window and there it was. And I was like, that is the light fixture. It was from a store in Georgetown called Oliver Dunn. And again, I've developed a great relationship with the owner. It turns out the owner's brother lives in the Outer Banks. The owner's father, I guess, also had a lot of like ties in the Outer Banks and a lot of, um, there's a lot of history um, in her family in the Outer Banks. She got she had that light fixture delivered to like she actually took the light fixture to the post office had it delivered to me in you know like within a couple of weeks I ended up buying a number of other decor pieces from her for the cottage and she ended up selling me three it's like a trifold, um, trifold picture. And so each picture stands alone, but when you hook them together, it's one long picture and it's, um, a beach access at the outer banks. It was in her private collection. 
belonged to her family and she sold that to me. Wow. And it is now hanging at the cottage and she, her name is Simone and she has now become a friend. Wow. So that uh, Oliver Dunn is, and they are, it's an amazing store. And that is the story behind the light fixture. Fantastic. I'm glad I asked. I'm glad I asked. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, that That's so funny. I know exactly where that store is. Uh, my wife and I used to, we were living on 8th Street in Northeast um, DC Aww. right before we hit the road and I, I can picture the storefront. So uh, that's, that's incredible. Um, yeah, what a story, um, what a story. And I think really one of the things that I, that I'm hearing as you share these various stories um, is really just like you becoming you, you sort of like not just uh, sourcing items from particular stores and or just hiring somebody, you know, off the off the digital street to come take care of the home, but you're really sort of like building a network of people that are regularly helping to support the development and the the growth of the character of your homes. Um, and that's just such a I think a beautiful testament to again, your brand, um, not just being a, a normal rental, uh, where help is just sort of like outsourced, and there's little to no relationship, it really does sound like you have genuine relationships with everyone from, you know, this shopkeeper to, um, you know, the the caretaker of your home to the AV uh, company that supports your homes. Um, and that's, that's, that's a very sort of, again, unique but I think important um, element to to running these operations. Right, right. Yes, for sure. So my final question for you, Katie, uh, and then and then I will let you go. Is how often do you and your family get to stay in a bee's knees getaway? Well, my husband's an avid surfer, so we 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 try to go um, during the summer. And then he usually goes, he'll pop down every now and again to surf. He loves to surf in Hatteras. So sometimes he'll just pop down for like a night or two. But, um, and then in the past, we've spent some New Year's um, and then, um, but definitely during the summer. Good, good. I'm glad that you guys at least get to partake in the beautiful creations uh, that that you've made on occasion. Um that's that's really important, and um, you know, I do. I, I I did notice several um, uh, subtle, but like a couple of like family photos too in the home, which I thought was was also just a really nice touch to like you know Aww. help help other people understand that oh, this isn't just a right. a rental property. Like this is this is the home of somebody as well. Um, and I think that that's just that is a nice uh, touch that sometimes you just don't see in in. Airbnbs that are mostly run sort of as as businesses. Right, right. Well, Katie, thank you so much for your time um, and sharing your story with us. This uh, this meant a lot to me, and um, hopefully it'll it'll inspire uh, our listeners as well. If folks want to uh, get in touch with you and or stay at at Bees Knees, we will link the website in the show notes. But any other uh, more you know, quicker way for folks to sort of like get in touch with you and or someone on your team if they're interested in booking a stay? Yes. So um, the the website is www.beesneesgetaways.com is the best way 
to um, to rent or through Airbnb and VRBO is also either way. Fantastic. And we will, again, go ahead and, and link to the properties and the website in the show notes to make it easier for easy for all you listening to uh, to go ahead and book a stay. Um, but Katie, thank you. Thank you for your time. Really appreciate it and um, hope to stay in touch. Thank you, Zach. It was, it was awesome talking with you and sharing with you about bees knees. Hey friends, hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you are an Airbnb host or know an Airbnb host who'd like to come on the show, please send me an email at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com and we will chat. Behind the Stays is brought to you each week by Spontaneous, a carefully curated weekly newsletter that brings you the best last-minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. It's sort of like Scott's cheap flights, but for Airbnb. You can sign up once again for free at Spontaneous.com. Last but certainly not least, I didn't believe in Marie Kondo's whole spark joy mantra until I started podcasting. Now, my joy is sparked every time I see a new subscriber roll in. So please hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and so you add a little spark to my joy fire today. Okay, that was kind of weird, but um, we're going to roll with it. Subscribe um, and thanks in advance. All right, everyone. See you next time.